Hello, and welcome to Antiques Made Daily. Shouting out artists we love. Um, today's shout out goes to our buddy Matt Dwyer, Conversations with Matt Dwyer podcast. Um, he and I used to work together, and uh, he helped inspire me to get this thing rolling. So we'd love for you to go listen to him. He interviews all sorts of very rad people. He just has really interesting conversations with everybody, and he's a real genuine Midwest guy, and I'm just grateful to to have him in, in my friend circle. So make sure you check out Conversations with Matt Dwyer wherever you listen to your podcasts. And thank you for listening to us. If we've ever made you laugh, made you think, inspired you to create, if you like any of the music that you've heard on the show, um, please like and subscribe. Follow, follow us on social media. Check out our website. Um, follow Diana and I on Instagram. We have... Uh, all sorts of new content coming up, and we're very excited to share our projects with you. We're going to talk more about that in this episode. It's called D's World. More about that coming right now. Episode 7. cover um that's just like something to do you know like I don't I just play like whatever I feel like listening to like I'll find any song I'm like you know what I haven't listened to in a long time why don't you just get the chords bitch and play that shit like you know every it's it feels good especially when I don't like listening to the radio right so that's, it's the second part of the three eyes. First, you have to be inspired by the music. Then you have to be, then you imitate it. Mm-hmm. And that's the part we're talking about. Where it's mm-hmm. like, why would I listen to that? I love that song. Why don't I learn how to play it? Why don't I imitate it? Yeah. I love it so much, I want to try to do that. And then the last eye is innovation, where you make your own shit. And that's, yeah. those are the three eyes My of, of creativity. My innovation is, I get shy, but I'll come up with something right now on the fly. 
to see this. Yeah. This is something I do used to do at like party or backyard gigs and shit. Freestyling on guitar. That's how I like to write. And I just like, I'll do that and not save them or anything. Like, I don't remember them. Yeah, I've done, that's. And I'm now I'm in the process of innovating it and like actually using these voice memos to like try to complete a whole song. That's how I write to this day. That's what I've been doing since I was to a teenager. It's the same, same thing. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the process is always elusive. It's. I like to liken it to um, jellyfishing and SpongeBob. You, <laughs> yeah, it's like whole, that. Like yeah. they're not impossible to catch. They're they're yeah. not so fast. It's not like trying to catch a hummingbird, right? Or a golden snitch. That's not what. That's not what songwriting it. is. Unless you don't know anything about music, and then it might feel like that. But it, yeah. Oh, it's totally the. But if you have any sort of musical inclination whatsoever, and if you've written a song, you understand that it's it's not it's not impossible. It's like catching a butterfly would be a more realistic yeah. analogy. But I like jellyfishing better because I like SpongeBob. Well, and the jellyfishing, jelly like, it does have all the It's SpongeBob was made for our mental health. I'm sorry. Agreed. It is amazing. Agreed. It's a great series. So many messages. Totally. We recently lost the creator, Stephen Hillenberg. Yeah, he so. left some really good art, so... Yeah. No doubt. I love SpongeBob. I'm, I, I was a little old. Like, when it came out, I wasn't like the... I was a little bit older... Yeah. My sister watched it, and because of that, I was exposed to it. So I... Yeah, you were like a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, we were the See, same I age. was a 13-year-old yeah. girl, so I was watching SpongeBob. Yeah, I watched it too, but I wasn't, it wasn't like in my... You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, if I, didn't have a, if I didn't have a younger sister, I would have completely you missed it. You were a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, I was I getting boners and I was into sports. Exactly, yeah. you're not watching yeah. SpongeBob. And I learned how to play guitar that year too, so... There you go. You got married. Basically. I never thought of it like that, but you you right. <laughs> it is a marriage, you know. Yeah, so I've been struggling with it this this whole thing because it's like I like to pride myself on the fact that I'm rarely bored because there's always something to work on or something to do, or mm-hmm. and I'm just fucking bored, man. You're getting bored. I'm just bored. Are you going like, for walks? Are yeah. you having any kind of like social interaction with people outside of? your home I mean like like I don't know like I'm 
I've seen Lou. Devmo has come over a bunch of times. But you haven't seen like strangers in a long. Oh, time. I go out. I've gone out and. Okay. I, I've been doing the majority of our grocery. That's what and, makes me feel better is like being at work and that even that yeah. quick interaction with handing someone a bag of their food or yeah. a pizza. No, I've know, gone out and bought stuff and been around me... people and gotten deliveries and yeah, all that stuff's fine. I just like. I don't know when I'm going to get to perform again. I don't know. Dude, in Nashville, Nashville's opening up, like, there's performances and shit opening up. I'm like, I know how y'all like to pack in there. Like, let's calm down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I feel like. I just feel like it's too soon to get back into the swing of it and just throwing yourselves. Like, I mean, we've been gradually going back to being more social. And just conscious of our social interactions, but which it seems like we've come so far since lockdown, but it's not been that long. The grand scheme of our lives, this is like a fucking blip. But that, like, I just, I think it's too soon to be going to like sit down restaurants and shows and, but there are places that are opening up and I just, you know, that's going to be another wave coming like i drove past the beach this week on memorial day because i thought i was going to go roller skate but i forgot everybody's trying to get out of the house so me and my friend chris just drove down pch and had our lunch in the car you know top down loud sounds but i was there were thousands of people on the beach and i was like i don't want to be seen on fox 11 news tonight yeah i'm out here and but there were also police patrolling the fucking entire which is it's it's so weird to see because it's like they're orchestrating joy like they're like this is where you can be joyful and you have to you have a strict rule right now or we're just here to intimidate you like every entrance of the beach or like every street you could park on where all the lots are in venice they have cops like patrolling and then the whole way down the pch yeah it's just my my whole issue with this is like there's obviously too many people here they don't know what to do. I'm like, maybe I need to bounce, you know? You feeling the bouncy? I'm feeling lit hard. Yeah. Not to say that, like, I just don't, the uncertainty is so high and the likelihood of me going back to work and like performing again here is going to be so long. Like it is almost stupid Yeah. to it's- stay here and be like, well... I'll just wait it out. You know what I mean? Like, well, it might be like spring, and you're a performer. You need to be up there. Right. I'm saying, if I, and if I'm gonna have to be locked down until spring, I sh- I should go home, and work in the studio with my dad and my sister, and be near my family, take, and like take, take this time to it. like, to to miss to catch up on missed time. You know, it's been almost six years since I left, and uh, I'm just feeling that hard. So I think it'll be good for you to be around your family. Too like I feel for my little transplants. Yeah, and it it must be like if you're not going to be performing because venues obviously are going to be like one of the last things open in L.A. It's also based on like a region where you are, you right. know, like where it would be safest. And and here is like the it's gonna New York will open will open before New York, but who knows when that's going to be, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's just like I don't know. I am just trying to listen to what feels right, and it's like, it, w- it wouldn't necessarily have to uh, affect this show, you know? We could still 
no. We get we get you a good sounding mic, and it's, I would be, it's gonna be I would it's miss gonna be perfect. The camaraderie. But but once once we know when I can travel, outfits. like I'll be able to come back here. I'll come I mean, and, I, I'll come and stay with you, and then we could do yeah. instead of meeting once a week for three hours, we Best can we could all. have a week's worth of time. We could do fucking ten episodes in a week. You know, like I don't that. even know what that productivity is like. Yeah. Um, we, well, we we have to treat everything like a business because it is. Yeah. That's how all businesses began. Treating them like a business. True. You know? Then it grows up into a business. And I have family in Cincinnati. I'll come out to Cincinnati. Yeah. Gotta go see my gram. So we're trying to find a place and, and we're trying to... Oh, uh, you guys are actively looking. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm I'm talking like July 1st, maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm finding out on the air, you guys, that one of my best friends is leaving. Well, I don't know. We don't know anything yet. It's all subject to change, but... We're not going to go anywhere because, I mean, it's not like anything's going to change. We just maybe not, we won't see each other maybe every week. We might have to see each other for a week straight every month. I would take a week straight every month month. instead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might even be be better. Uh, I was talking to this, my buddy Garrett too. You met met Garrett. He's my videographer guy. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Because he and I are working on a a new project. I love it. I mean, look at, we get to actually take the time to develop an actual idea for a project like dude this stop motion animation which is now my newest and latest passion in life d's world d's world <laughs> just straight up it's gonna be slightly autobiographical i autobi i autobiographical yeah <laughs> autobiographical that one always gets me if i say autobiography i am fine autobiographical gets me you know but um yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm just taking so wait, that you're time. Using, you're using Barbies. I'm using Barbies. You're doing to stop, motion stop motion. Well, reality yeah, show. Reality show, and kind of like a video blog with the main character. Right. But it's I have so much writing I've done since I was like 15 that I've never used because in my mind I'm like this has to be a movie. I'm like actually these stories don't have to be a movie with people. They can be a movie with. Barbies and stop motion animation. Short movies too. People don't have an attention span to watch too long of something. Right. You know. They'll listen to this hour long podcast though. We appreciate you guys for that. Yeah, thanks for the hour. <laughs> Preach. We got you. Don't worry. It depends on what you're doing. Send if us it's your like... pro- podcast. We'll listen for an hour. For real. I listen. I l- the longer the podcast, the better because I like to do, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm drawing. I like to listen to podcasts when I'm cooking. I like to, when I'm doing something that I've, necessarily maybe don't want or I'm doing something I have to do or doing something that I is going to take a, a decent amount of time I like to be able to have a conversation going on in my head at the same time right. I like to be able to utilize that time to learn and also do what I'm doing that's why I love audiobooks yeah just gather that information yeah long. suck it up yes currently it's my three boyfriends are Stephen King Charles Bukowski and of course Bruce Springsteen Right, you got the shirt on. Right I now. got the shirt on. The yeah, boss. we're going steady. Twenty-five year old Bruce. Right. <laughs> it's been going well, you know. Right on. So it's tell me no more about more... the show, though. Tell me. Tell me... <laughs> I was gonna say, it's no more <laughs> fake about any of these fucking hinge and bumble relationships that they're like, you can't see each other, date from home. Right. Like, there's like little blurts, date from home. Just oh, because they don't want to be liable. Video chat and have like. Food order postmates. The app doesn't want to be liable. I guess for the the spread of Corona, but they don't care about gonorrhea. Right. 
Get the fuck out of here with that. How about all the how about all the HIV you're you're spreading in the in the HPV? The HPV, not we the all HPV. got it now. Remember when people used to be afraid of that, and then like, well, we all got it now, so whatever. <laughs> That's new, yeah, coronavirus will be the new HPV. It might be actually. That's the weird thing. We don't know that much about it. But it's okay. So tell me more about... Okay, the stop motion. Tell me more about your stop motion. It's yes. D's World. D's World is... Um, so you used a Barbie. You have a Barbie that looked like... Have, where did you get all this stuff? <laughs> That's the part I'm amazed so by. So I have some When of I came here last week, you had nothing. And now you... And then I'm here this week and you have a set. You have yes, I built bins the worth set. of Barbie stuff. Yes. I built the set. I went through... I have boxes of like supplies underneath my desk so i went through those and found all like the barbie type stuff but you had all this stuff already i didn't have all of this stuff i also ordered some of it online okay like the dolls i had um a few dolls but i had to get specific dolls like i have a doll that looks like me she's just not posable so she doesn't work for this because i don't want her to just be like "Eh, eh, eh." she needs to be like oh my god like fixing her hair or whatever you know yeah she has to be has to have the joints yeah so the flexibility yeah you know and it's dude it's it's become like such a joy to be able to create something so beautiful and like it's just a product of look this is how much work i put into something Fuck yeah dude i'm impressed i saw you i was like okay i was like she's awake whatever was whatever was she needed to get over has gotten through i was like that's exciting that's yeah. exciting it feels like i'm just completely inspired in a new way like i've been working on a couple paintings too like political-esque paintings word i have more to write about or paint about now but um we're not even gonna get into it but uh, please fuck the police right now Dude. not a fan so if anyone is and they don't like the fact oh. that I don't, i'm not a fan um you can we can still be friends if we have differences it, it, bu- know, it bugs me out very, because it's 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 a system that's fucked up and it's individuals in that system that are in it for the wrong reason and then because of the weight that the system holds in the political atmosphere that we have right now it won't change yeah and it's bullshit yeah but it's it, it's it, it's it's not that like most cops aren't that way the majority of them are not. Right. But there's a fuck ton of bad cops out there. That's why there's bad cop dramas. Well, that that the, shit is real. The thing that's so great about it, though, is But now there's incentives, and there's, there's regions that... They're exposed, which is really good They've for, been exposed, right? Yeah, but it's... it. Look how long it takes people to get a point of anything. Now we finally have kind of healed the ozone layer, but we've known about the problems with the ozone layer for fucking decades. And now we were forced to heal it, it's the same thing. Like, cops have been fucking beating up black people from the beginning of time. Like, well, all the same regions and, and all the same crimes happen in the same places are, for decades. People are able to put it on display. There's a video of you killing someone. How dare you fucking, like, murder someone on the sidewalk? Like... I have to be cautious of my brothers and my black friends and myself because they're out to fucking get us. You know, like it's there's a big difference between like my my brothers getting pulled over and having the whole like spiel, you know, it's usually like license registration, whatever. Yeah. For them it's get on the cur- curb in handcuffs. I'm going to search your car. For the same fucking thing that would happen to anybody else. 
And it's like, what is the threat? Why are you so threatened by us? Is it because we don't take um, light of your mind control and like how you would rather have the society where it's us versus them? Because it, is it because we actually like you and you're all of your people? We're accepting of a entire human race that fucking brought us over in ships and we're accepting of you. How fucking dare you? And this shit is like publicized and replayed and retweeted and everything. But it's like, are you doing your part to make a difference? Like, are you being the difference that this whole movement needs? Because, yes, black lives matter. People say every life matters. But we're talking about black lives. Specifically because of what fucking has happened to us. And what continues to happen to us. Like, it burned my fucking ass when I went on the internet this morning. And that was, like, the first thing I saw. And I'm just like... Another black man killed by cops. It's sad that it's just a fucking no- the norm. Men and women, you know, it's the fucking norm. But like there were hundreds more when our, like my mom was a child, my parents were kids in the 60s. There were it was happening all over the place yeah. all the time. It's the but same now, it's, a, it's the roots of to... it's the roots of this country. We were we became the richest country in the world because of free labor. Um, on the backs of, of black people, the majority right. of it. And because of that, it's built in to the way our systems work. The, yeah. the racist, it's, it's, it's not just in, in, in law enforcement, it's in everything. Right. It's in, in literally everything. everything. I mean, dude, look at film. Now we're like, oh no, I'm gonna, this is what I love about film and this is why I love being in the acting world now versus if I would have done it 10 years ago. Because black people have a fucking voice and we don't have to play the hood rat or the baby mama or whatever stereotype you want us to be. Like, look at Issa Rae. She's just another black chick on the show living her life, trying to navigate her life. It has nothing to do with the shit that is so we're stereotyped as, you know? Like, why do all black guys have to be thugs in the movies? Oh, they don't anymore. They can be a leading man who has a professional job and takes care of his family. Because those exist. Idris Elba is a true life badass. That dude is a bad motherfucker. Right. He's a real leading man. None of... Let's... Yeah, I, like, I, dude, I, agree, at, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Look at Lakeith Stanfield. He's fucking incredible. He is... I used he so he was in um, Get Out and also oh, yeah, yeah. sorry to bother you yeah 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 and he just did a sh- uh, movie um, Valentine my Valentine Valentine's Day I'm I feel so bad for getting that wrong but with him and Issa Rae I haven't seen it yet but they're they meet and they have like a relationship and it's about like the photograph is what it's called okay nice but it's about them being like just average ass black folk like me that like. You know, we don't have to be a stereotype. Like, look at what they did to film. Like, from the beginning, was black people were always the housekeeper, caregiver, babysitter, thug, criminal, drug addict. And now we're like, or performer, guess what? Entertainer. Yeah, or giving you the entertainment that we know you love and you, you dearly love so much that you'll just steal every bit of it. <laughs> but, like, I'm glad that... It, you can be who you want to be now in Hollywood. You can be a queer black person in Hollywood because they made room for it. Like, they've paved the way for us. And, I mean, it's kind of amazing to see, especially because we're creative as fuck. Not saying that 
it is about race, but if you're going to think it's, oh, well, we're not going to let them make films. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like what? It's like, guess what? We've been making Introducing films. Introducing Spike Lee. Right. Hello. <laughs> Fuck you. How dare you? Like Kevin Hart. I mean, it's a just... whole different kind of fucking style. Like no one could touch Spike Lee. No one could touch that creativity and how he has such a sense of humor and he doesn't even have to say he just knows what it's like to be black and he doesn't have to say it at all in his films. I love him. The Spike Lee Jordans. Where are they at? They're here. <laughs> Where are they? I'm, I'm like Pee Wee Herman. All my stuff has life, you know. Mm. Where's my Reebok pumps? There you are. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked. I have learned and been let in to the black community somewhat, but through your friendship and through my, my friendship with Justin and mm-hmm. who's my former manager and a bunch of other friends. And I'm so grateful to have learned about it because I grew up in a place where I didn't know anything. Right. You know, I had, a, I had, I went to, I went to a big school and we were diverse for my, where I grew up in Southwestern Ohio, but I, it was my musicality and my love of music that led me to be curious about other groups in, at all. Right. And I always had friends of every, it was of, every, of, every, of every type of, of background, you know? Yeah. And I, and my, both my parents were hippies, so I didn't grow up with any sort of bias, you know, they like just like the love and racism. That no, no, no. I didn't grow people, up with that. Yeah, I know that I can, and it shows. but I experienced it firsthand in my life growing up at school and I experienced it amongst my friends in college and, and oh yeah dude that shit is so real that people are like oh no we've come a long way and i'm like no we haven't we, we haven't. have we haven't we haven't come that far since the beginning of all this no. shit no you know we've no. come a little baby tiny set right and, and it should have happened fucking hundreds of years ago agreed like we should have been integrated it's weird that we were integrated and my parents were children yeah i'm not that old <laughs> You know, so when my nieces and nephews ask questions about race, especially like most of them, a lot of them are mixed race, you know, and they grow, they're growing up with mixed races. Like they're, they're very aware of this and, um, they see the differences and they're children that are like way younger than us and they see the differences. So it's not come a long way. That's still in our lifetime. No, but it's, but the, the progression that has been made has Made, has been made very quickly. Very quickly. And it's continuing to go that, that, that route. And I think that's just the way things are going to go from here on out. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's like, also like, we're like being black and growing up black, but growing up as a, you know, a nerdy black chick who's into rock and roll. Like I got a lot of shit for that within my own community because people think you're trying to be white because of your, your taste in music or you know, whatever it may be. And that shit has to end as well. That's just as damaging because it's like, it's just now her, that's her mentality. Go, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. now I'm going to go out into the world and other people are going to do this shit. And I'm gonna be like, well, my own people, if we're going to talk about it, everyone has people don't, you know, completely accept me. Yeah. Or at least like way. the community that I was in, you know, yeah, yeah. I've always felt that way. And now it's like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. And if anyone wants to ever challenge my blackness, I would love for them to. Because they'll never know the experience of being an attractive black female. 
in this world. It is a trip. And it's like, all your guys that want to kill my brothers want to fuck me. So there's a problem here. And they've been doing it since we were living in their houses, taking it's care of the their babies. same problem. Same problem. It's the same thing. And I carry that in my DNA, you know? Absolutely. So like, as, as do, as do, I mean, that, that's, that's the problem is like, we're, we're, we're trying to fight hundreds of years of, of the way that we existed as, as animals. Right. Straight up savages where we're not thinking about human lives. We're saying, oh, you're a different color than me. Then you're, you're less than, you're less than like that. That doesn't even make sense. No, that, that doesn't make any sense at all. And those are the same. So that like, just like you said, that is a part of our DNA. So we're, we're trying to fight back on hundreds of years of DNA and it's from both sides. Right. And it's the part of the American experiment was like, Hey, what if a bunch of crazy fucks from England come over here and build a country of free labor off black people. That's basically what this is. Yeah. It's a bunch of Europeans that, that built this country uh, and became wealthy off of, of black and people. And also this country that and, my, and other, and other, that and other my ancestors races were too. already living on as well. Yeah, totally. You know, way so before that. Way before. We've been had our own civilization. But the modern day struggle, it still exists between the most intensely between that those two groups. And I say groups with quotations because... They're just people that look different. Right. Like, that's it's the only like difference. Dark, Biologically, colored skin. You get wrong. rid of our skin, we're exactly the fucking same inside. That's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's but, the crazy thing about it is it's so simple to understand, but so misconstrued and misinterpreted through like hu- the human race. Yeah. And there's not uh. enough. And there's not enough <laughs> talked about on on the positive side about how. Through war, through sports, through art, these lifelong bonds and friendships have, and families have grown from, from experiences through race that are the exact opposite of what we're talking about. Right. And, and that is just as real and just as important as the stuff that's bad that's happening. And in fact, it's more important because it's more powerful because it's the positive example of what uh, of what's happening. Yeah, there's always a positive and a negative side to everything. Well, you have to have. And black if you focus and white on the negative side, that's color. Look at that. You have to have black and white to make any color. <laughs> so without that, without that struggle, there there isn't. Sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. We're focusing. 80 20 on the negative and everything that bad is bad that is happening and the bad that is happening is awful but the good needs to be presented more as well yeah and the real relationships that people have normally race isn't even an option how long, how often do we talk about race when we hang out never never you know why because we have to think there are people before us that were just like no, I'm not gonna. From my side and yeah, your side, absolutely. white people were like, "I'm not gonna this hate is fucked on up. these people." Yeah. yeah, and then like there were people who did break the fucking cycle. Absolutely, you know, and and, and, and that's what we can do. People, what, what can you do? Break the cycle with every anything. Just be a good. Ha- just just be open to people. Anything that could cause any trauma to another person, break the damn cycle, or we're not gonna fucking last on this planet. I'm telling you. Because there's so much evil in this world that is based on bullshit. Like, crime, war. 
opposite of war is not peace. It is destruction or the creation. So the opposite of war is creation because war is destruction. Yes. It's not like, what do we need it for? <laughs> oh, to conquer? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Like, come <laughs> on. Have you guys heard the song? But that's also built into our DNA. You know? Yeah, I'm thankful for those hippy dippies. This is the weird thing. I think this is the dissonance that we're living through, and it's fucking wild to be a part of it. But we're living through the dissonance of our instinctual DNA and this new symbiosis that we have with information and technology. Right. Where we're 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 fighting the parts of us that are instinctually wired, that are t- being taken over by technology and the internet and the connection and the new knowledge that we have the new information that we have that we now see that a lot of the stuff that we were indoctrinated by before is bullshit because we have new information yeah and we're able to exchange and we have that easy access to it so quickly we can instant i mean how quickly did that wildfire fly today with the the new police brutality case that will be opening you know like right. it spread quickly because we can share that information even like Think of the LA riots. Did you see there was actually three cops? Did you see the other two behind him? The, there the were car? four cops. Well, one was standing up, but there was... Yeah, he's yeah. an accessory to that man's yeah. murder. Yeah. He could have stopped it. But you I didn't know, even know there was two other guys until earlier. Something pisses me off about this kind of stuff. Who would film that shit? I don't know if I have There's it many in, people filming it. In my system, I would be like trying to move cops off of somebody. I, I can hear him dying. I don't know. The instinct would be like not to film. My instinct would be like... Interfere, right? Any but that's way you a, but, say. but you're in Minneapolis, so you got to think about where that is. It's the Midwest. People are afraid of everything. They're definitely not getting. You know how ballsy it is to go into and break up a bunch of cops, like what you're saying you would you would do, which I believe you would do. Nobody's gonna do that. I would be like, no, no regular person is gonna yeah, do that. They're terrified. That's the sad part because they think they actually have power over us. They have guns. That's I all have they this have. weird relationship with the police. Like I haven't had any personal experience other than. Ones where, like I've, I've been I've been arrested once, um, but I have this innate fear of them as well. Yet I have no reason to have that, and that makes yeah. me feel bad. Don't feel bad. About Not bad, it. but it just makes me feel weird. You know what I mean? Like I'm You're like I I, I know that to be to be wary and yeah, because they're also not just. Like when they're I see harassing. a cop coming, I've also I've also engaged in plenty of illegal activity and yeah, they're also harassing and like you know someone who's been harassed by the police. You yes. know what I mean? So like you're. But I also know, I also have friends that are good cops. Right. I, I have people that, that work in that work name. in law enforcement that are good people, and I know that they and I know that they are good people. It gives and them I know a bad that they name. do a good and job. I've, like I know I said fuck the police earlier. I was just quoting a really good song. No, by but AWA. for real. For real. But I just. I hate, I've been helped by some good cops in my life just based on like if I have a flat tire, whatever the fuck it may be, you know, but there are some assholes out there and just like any class of humans, the majority will make people think or what you know about them, you'll think that that's how the majority of those people are. And in reality, there's some good cops. Yeah. And that's, that's what another thing that's fucked up is that we need to realize that nuance is a thing and we need to. I don't know. Do I don't know what I'm tea? trying to say. There's 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 so much to unpack there, but there's so much to unpack there. No one even wants to go in that storage bin. They're like, I'm not sure if I can do it. It's full of 
full of boxes, full of skeletons. <laughs> There's a fucking problem in our system. And it makes me concerned about if I were to reproduce and have a young black male as my son. Yeah. You know? Would I always be concerned about him every time he fucking walks out the door just because he couldn't help but be built tall and beautiful and strong? He's a product of his ancestors. They were tall and beautiful and strong. Yeah, because that's who we kept. That's who you kept. That's <laughs> You didn't bring over the Steve Urkels. They Fuck no. They their asses in Africa. Well, they just happened... They somehow bred up through... The Steve Urkels. That's really bad. You mean the Jameel White? <laughs> I think that's what I... Jaleel. Jaleel, Jaleel White. Jaleel. Fuck. More specific. What did I say? Did I say Jameel? Jaleel. It's Jaleel, right? It's Jaleel. Yeah. But you said Jaleel. It, it seems like it would be Jaleel, but it's Jaleel. I did, I I did correct him. myself. I do love him. Me too. But Remember when he turned into hot, hot Urkel? Stefan? <laughs> Dude, me and my sisters had a thing for Stefan. I also had a thing for Steve Urkel, honestly. I thought he was hilarious and That's cool. That's like my vibe. I'm like, he's funny and he's cute and he's smart. There, there are in any good entertainer or any good entertainment. There's a villain and there's a hero, right? A hero can save us, but not gonna stand in the way. Dude, can um, you imagine if he would have been in a band? Nickelback is a is a villain the same way that Kid Rock is a villain, the same way that Eminem was a villain, the Kanye same West. way that Kanye West is a villain. Mariah Carey's kind the of the same villain. way that. Oh, this this is a great one because Taylor Swift was the protagonist, then she switched to the villain. Yes. And now she's irrelevant, thankfully. She has but, a new album out. I don't know if she's relevant anymore. Oh, I haven't heard it. I'm just kidding. I got. I got. You didn't I, get it on the first day download. No. I would have imagined. I mean, there's other Taylors out there. Just shake you know? it off, okay? There's other Taylors. Shake I feel like when you type in Taylor, you, until you hit space and S, Taylor I Swift shouldn't pop up. A, I see you why, why I mean? you have a personal. Yeah, that makes sense. That's the all personal I'm vendetta. It's Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Because Diana is like, there's, there's, there's a lot of Dianas in the world, obviously, but there's so few that, you know, if you Google Diana, it's not going to be the hottest um, actress in the world isn't Diana isn't also named Diana. Hello, right yeah, yeah. So although Diana Ross is pretty fucking badass, I always tell people when they're like Diana, Diana, I'm like Diana, like the princess or the Ross or the Wonder Woman, whatever you're feeling, but it's mostly the princess. Yeah, princess, superhero. That was one of the first and the first like, net, like queen. global tragedies where I remember where I was when that happened. Oh. I was at Indian Lake in Ohio mm-hmm. on some like, which looking back on it was probably just like a weekend for my parents to get hammered and with their friends, but oh, smart. And like being like playing with Beanie Babies, I was probably like, what year did she die? We were ten. I was gonna say ten. Yeah, I was probably like ten. Beanie Babies were in. Yeah. And then they were never worth anything. Except for the Princess Diana original. Is well, the, old, the most expensive Beanie Baby. We had Beanie that baby. one. She's because she died. That was the first one. That was the first thing I remember like it being like a world... I mean, obviously 9-11 happened four years later. But, but the, I can't believe it was only four years later. It seemed like it was like ten years later. Yeah, dude, I was... At home, my dad came home with new lamps. I'll never forget. He was buying lamps. And he came in the door, and then my mom reacted to him. And then she was like, Princess Diana just died. And I was like, 
My namesake? Oh. No. She was a good person. Like, she was not only a good person, she was a fucking rock star in she's an the, amazing human being and let's not even get on the in the fashion. royal family have you have you seen have you been, so where was i i went to some museum and it was all princess Di's fashion mm-hmm. the whole exhibit was her fashion and it was fucking mind-blowing dude i went to london to see princess Dyship, and then they killed her who's they the royal family the royal family and the royal government the powers that be who orchestrate the life that we live okay I feel like, I mean, there were CIA, like, FBI's tapping John Lennon's phone and shit, okay. you know, like... Well, they definitely killed JFK, and he was a good They killed too. JFK. Yeah. They, and, you know, Malcolm X was killed by the hand of his people, but it was because he was talking too much, and he wanted too much change, and people weren't ready for it, so yeah. they had to take him out. And I think that's kind of what we're experiencing now, except... The quote-unquote powers that be don't have the power that they used to anymore. They don't. Yeah, and no And you can't power. just kill people anymore. No, we're not doing it. We're done with all that shit. Because guess what? You're exposed. What, what, would, and, ha- what would happen if Trump got killed? It would, I it, thought about it a lot. What, what would happen? Me, I'm not saying anything's going to happen. I said, what would happen if that it happened? It scares me to think of the anarchy that would pursue. Like, there would be... I don't know that there would be. What anarchy? What? I feel like people. a lot of people would be really angry. A lot of people would be really upset. I just don't know what would happen. I don't know what I don't, happen. I don't... Yes, I've had thoughts about this. And it has, you know, freaked me out to think, okay, it's election year. This weird shit's going on. Like, he's... Not even if he gets killed. But what if he really does get sick and die? You know, and like... What if he gets reelected? Peace. I'm moving to Pai, Thailand. There will be no cell phone. There's no... You just are there chilling. Yeah, you just lay low. For I, it was hard to leave that place. I was like crying. <laughs> like it was very fun watching your Instagram account of that. Oh, trip. the journey! Yes, I would do the daily posts. You were killing. Them. I captured them all in the day, and then I would post them later on, yeah. like at night. And I yeah. just I, I found it very entertaining and. Uh, interesting, and I was like, I've rewatched. I have I rewatched like these motherfuckers. Yeah, there, there's. It's cool because you can see, like, there's an arc with the journey. Like there was also obviously change was happening. Yeah. You know, a lot but when of you get out, when you get out of your comfort zone, that's when the shit but gets I, real. Yeah, and we were learning so much about each other in a way that it was like, uh oh. Yikes. <laughs> is this gonna work? And, you know, obviously it didn't. But it's it was a good journey for both of us to, like, explore who we are. And, you know, we laughed our asses off a lot of the fucking trip. It's like an amazing time. We had so much fun. But we also had fights, you know. Yeah, we didn't get along every day. But that's then, what it's all about. That's what relationships are all yeah, about. Yeah, like, and that's one of the things, like, I was, I look back now and I think about how, like, I try to document life now with my Instagram stories. It's like, I'm truthful and telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Like, I'm not going to just be like, oh, here we are on this motorbike when we were just calling each other bitch or something, you know, like, because that's how a relationship actually is. There are deep valleys and mountains higher than Everest. Especially when you get to those 
levels. Like I know you're always real. I know it was real. You know, I've had two really real relationships like that, and there's nothing more invigorating. There's nothing more heartbreaking. There's nothing more. It's just what life's all about. Yeah, that's all to me. Like, like it's the biggest challenge. It's the ultimate challenge. It's. I will also. Honestly, because of all the challenges and everything I went through with that relationship, everything we went through, everything we were together, and then also separate, because it was not easy for either of us to separate. We were fucking Bopsy twins, you know? But I'm so grateful for that relationship because I'm so fucking comfortable. You're able to level up quicker together. Yeah, I'm comfortable with who I am. I don't give a fuck about a lot of things I used to give a fuck about, you know, like things that are not worth my time. And I'm grateful for that guy. No doubt. You know? That's the best possible outcome. You have to be happy for people. Because if I wasn't happy for him, I would be a bitter bitch. And I can make jokes about it. And I can be bitter about it sometimes. But like... In my heart of hearts, I'm like, damn, well, at least you found somebody who you want to lock it down with. I'm glad it wasn't you forcing that on me or us forcing that on each other because, like, it's not my vibe, you know, to be a wife. It would probably... I just... Unless I found the person who understood the kind of life I live and, like, accepted me 100%. There was no confusion with who I am. Like, oh, she comes and goes. She does her own thing. That person will be my fucking person, right. but there's and even then that will be a that will be a that will be a challenge a creative struggle. Yeah, because yeah. surely this artist that's going to come into my life because they're going to be an artist. I mean, we know maybe that. not. I don't know. Like I, I hang out with or like if I meet. What if they're like the biggest art fan who's just somebody that doesn't have that, and because of that they appreciate it so much that you don't even know. Well, that would be nice if they understood when I'm like, I'm going to close the curtains and I'm going to be in here for like four hours and I don't want to be bothered. You know, people get offended by that. Or like, I'm like, I'm not going to be like up under you. (laughs) I have to do my shit still. You know, it's easy to get... I've been trapped in those little patterns where you're seeing someone and then you're like, oh, I haven't done anything that I should be doing to like further my soul in this journey and that's not what we're talking about we're talking about a symbiotic type of partner you don't know all my point was is that you don't know that they're gonna i don't know if they're gonna be an artist and the fact that they may not be an artist may be the most symbiotic thing i like that be open to it as long i'm open to i'm open (laughs) just everybody i'm open just hit me up on the gram slide in the dms follow the art one though make sure you that's the one I really am excited about. So, but yeah, I don't know. I well, maybe just, you just bring it all down to one. Maybe there's just maybe there's just one account. It's maybe just, and maybe there's not just one person. Maybe. You know. That's possible too. You never know. It's happened before. <laughs> like people light different flames in your heart. You know, like mm-hmm. they can be inspiring to you in one way, or you have this like comedic relationship or you have the sensual person like you don't necessarily this is what i learned from my relationship you can't expect that all from one person 
Because they're going to come into this with their own experiences, their own baggage, their own broken heart. Don't think that you're the only one who's been broken hearted. It's not a rare case. It's like, it's a fucking more common than anything. So like, go into it thinking... It's sad if you haven't. It is, yeah. But like, I think everyone has, because why would they be single and available at 30? Oh, there's plenty of people that haven't never had a relationship. Never had a relationship, yeah. It's scary, man. It is, and I think that every single thing that lasts past a month is a success story. Well, success should be defined by the individual, so. Like, I'm just like hitting, (laughs) just like, you meet strangers every day, or at least you can if you, you know. You like to. I like to. So, like, there's a number of them that I've met and I'm like, oh, this feels really cool. It's really great. It goes on for That's like however long. We... And then sometimes they fizzle out. Sometimes it's like it's like a three month ordeal, it's, or like it's like ten years, or it's like, oh, I haven't talked to that person in like a couple of months. I wonder if they're, but not because of any reason. It's just kind of like the energy and juices weren't flowing from both sides anymore. And like, yeah, there's. Do no you think that it's all? Do you think that there's always an energy and there's always a purpose or do you think that there's a level of random I think that well I think the random thing because I think it's both what's random about it is it's like so I my beliefs in a soul it's my own theory about souls but like a soul is like water it can't be kept you know so like when you meet someone who's like oh my soulmate it's like yeah you're probably divided from a soul a certain soul that you guys have in common soul spring five people it could be you know like I have these these girls I went to high school with, this group of five best friends, and I knew them since middle school, and they were always together, all five of them, and now they're like 31 years old, still the same. They have this, they are each other's soulmate, like for real. And I think that that exists, it doesn't have to be romantic, like it has, it just has to feel like... It just has to be intimate. Oh, I knew you, or I know you, or like... You can see it. Intimacy can be a multitude of things. It doesn't have to be sexual. Right. Like, I have a soulmate. Renee's my soulmate. Yeah. She's my through and through soulmate. Like, we can't even try to have a fight. We don't even know. And that's what's also really, like, special about it at this point. It's not that we've avoided conflict. We talk about everything in our Maybe you guys have the same soul. We are the same soul. For sure. I, like, have no doubt in my mind. I've got a faith in you and I don't know why. Keeps growing each day to play inside. Seconds, no one to blame. The nicest thing that anybody can say is you've got, you've got, you've got a beautiful brain. 
same thing and just both will start doing it yeah. and then her, even like her child observes this and he's like you guys are like the same person all the time we'll say the same lines we'll just say we're and it's not even it's like you know with certain friends there's an effort with that like... yeah we met in um 10th grade okay but so I met my best friend. There's, you know, like sometimes you can feel like a forceness like some it's forced with certain friends or like you're like, yeah, you're telling that joke again. <laughs> like, cool. But, like, when it's that person who they just love the shit out of you and you love the shit out of them, you just are always gelled together. It's just real. Like, she has never judged me for anything. That I And I judge myself often, you know? <laughs> she will never judge. That girl is my best friend. Like, it's plain and simple. That's my soulmate. And I don't need it to be romantic for it to be love and everlasting. No, love is love is not just romantic. It's it's the feeling of warmth. It's the feeling of comfort. I, I call it the source. The source. It's the source is love. The source is soul. It's 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 where music comes from. It's where it's where. Um, poetry comes from it's where art comes from and I know that as somebody who creates it I'm sure you can vouch for that as well that we only have a certain amount of control right it's uh but it's not up to us it's not our um it's not all from us you know yeah there's a part of it but it's it comes from somewhere else I can't explain it I don't know what the feeling is, why the feeling is, when it happens, but when it happens, I have to try to let it out. I have to try to make good on this opportunity. Yeah. But I don't have control over it. Be the messenger, you know? Yeah. Like this, these, this, I'm the messenger through my lens. I exactly. have, I have my, my soulful lens. It's like a, it's like a kaleidoscope or like the lens in the eye of a fly. Like there's like a million different little lenses and this is my little piece. And so I'm trying to, 
project through my lens. This, it's all you but, can do. Like, that's yeah. the only thing you but have. But we don't have control over it. Ultimately. No, there's... Uh, dude, do you think I can't even... I think I'm going to be up till 5 a.m. playing Barbies at 32 years old. Who does that Uh uh-huh. 